that's what all the satanic symbols at the Super Bowl are all about. Oh, we're live. Okay, uh, this is the Farm Hop Live Men's Forum, uh, episode number 162, Get Growing. Uh, tonight, we got Scott and me. That's it. The two amigos. How's it going, all Scott? Right. It's going well. How are you? Good. I can't remember. You've been on uh, the Men's Forum once recently. I don't remember if it was the last one or the one before that. But other than that, it's been a while. Yeah, I think it was two of them ago. I, I wasn't able to join the last one. Yeah, because you're uh, you're working late and you got to go into town for work now. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not fun. You got a? You have a personal event? Something? Something recent? Mm, yeah. So, just. Um, getting ready to start planning like we're talking about and uh getting ready to do some grafting of apple trees just ordered a hundred dollars worth of rootstock and scions and and we'll try it again nice <laughs> so it's it's funny with grafting because it's like the it's the only knife thing where you actually cut towards yourself yeah you know, so you're I mean, not I, oh, I always cut towards myself, and I know that's super unsafe, but I don't know. It's just easier, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. So with, with grafting, you actually cut towards yourself. So I've cut myself enough times where I've got one of those uh, chain mail gloves, you know, that, <laughs> that I wear on one of my hands. Jeez. Oh, so even those like cut resistant gloves that are like they have better dexterity, even those cut right through them. No, I don't cut through that one. No. Okay. But yeah, I, I got smart because I was slicing my hand every year. So, but you know, last year, I think I, I can't remember one graph that, oh yeah, one graph made it that was in a tree and all the ones that I, all the ones that I did on rootstock didn't make it at all. So it was a weird year. So what's your, what's your biggest priority for uh, different, different types of grafting? Like apples? Do you say apples? Yeah, apples, yeah. Apples. Yeah, that's pretty much all I graft at this point. So um, I might try some pears. So I have this tree that I swear up and down was a persimmon, but then it turned out to be an Asian pear, which is okay because I like the Asian pears better. Have you ever had those? They taste like this one that I have. No. It tastes like butterscotch. Weird. And, you know, so it's shaped is that like from your apple. Baker Creek seeds? No, no, no. It's it's from a nursery down the street for me. <laughs> no, nice. That's nice. And uh, and yeah, and, it, and it, it tastes like a pear, and but it's more sweeter. I think it's called drizzling honey or something like that. And then mm. it's got butterscotch after aftertones. Weird. Have you yeah, ever tried? Are you gonna try to make like a cider or a meat out of that? Mm, no. So this year we ended up eating all of them. They're mm. really, really good. So yeah, and then uh, and then I'll do a bunch of grafting. Uh, this one kind of apple that I have called red cinnamon, mm -hmm. and so it's a red fleshed apple, and then it has like cinnamon overtones to it, like an aftertone or after what do you wow. you know? Now that red. sounds good as a drink, like a cider. Yeah, I would think it would be pretty good. So yeah, it's it's really good for eating out of hand. And then uh, one one of the challenges with cider is you've got to get you've got to get some tart in there and you got to get something with tannins in there, mm. right? So like I've got a red delicious apple tree in the backyard, and it's too it's too sweet, it's too you know straight. Sure. So you know it doesn't make it makes good apple juice, but it it makes kind of blandish um, cider. Oh. So, you know, you got to throw some bitters in there of some sort or, you know, or whatever else. Right. Gotcha. And, yeah. uh, and I, my apples have not got to the point where they're all, they're not, they're not all bearing yet. So I put in a lot of apples, but I've only got two, I've got one legacy tree that came with the house and then I've got two trees that are actually bearing and they're Arkansas black and they're hard as a rock until like December. So they're, they're ripe, but you can't eat them because they're like hard as a rock. So you store them, hmm. you know, I store Weird. them in a cotton bag from the ceiling in the basement and then 
in December, then they're pretty good to eat. So you get some, I guess, fresh ish apples just later in the season. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting that you, they're hard. That's so weird. I went yeah. to a, I went to an apple orchard this weekend. That's my personal update. Um, yeah, I saw that. And we were just trimming some of the apple trees. And I didn't get very far, but the guy didn't care. He's like, yeah, we just do a little bit, you know, every day. So um, took some cuttings home because they were just going to get burned otherwise. Mm -hmm. And threw them in. I have some like real thin diameter like whips in a five gallon bucket just sticking out the top. And then I also have like cuttings that are like a little bit thicker diameter, maybe six to eight inches long. Some of them may be a little bit longer and some of them have branches and stuff. But I put those in a in a tote and put water in that. And I, I need to figure out how I'm going to try to root these things because ideally mm -hmm. you want to air layer. Uh, but that this is just kind of like an experiment. See if it even works because I don't even know what variety these are. These are Honeycrisp, but like what kind of Honeycrisp? Um, right. Well, Honeycrisp is Honeycrisp. They, they don't really... Honeycrisp is I thought is there was a, like sub-varieties and stuff. Uh, no? I don't think so. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't see, know. They call I, see, like I don't know anything. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, the Grant turned me on to this thing for propagating figs from cuttings. And instead of sticking them straight down, you, you put them flat, horizontally. Yeah in the in the sand and you keep them like you know moist with the uh, spray and i've got elderberry and i've got mulberry that are going crazy the figs have uh, the figs haven't done anything so yeah it's, I... uh... god damn it i was trying to pull up uh what i'm looking for there's my Amazon right here. This is what everybody recommends for, oh, for yeah, rooting. The oh, that's gel. Huh, okay. Clonex. Yeah, this gel. Apparently, everyone recommends this gel. And then I was thinking about uh, hmm. rock wool, rock wool rooting blocks. I don't. Have you ever tried these before? Rooting blocks. What's up? Oh, I'm sorry. Let me. Uh, there we go. I switched it. Hmm. Starter plugs. No. You've never tried these? Me mm -hmm. either. So. So what is that like? Is that the usual? Oh, okay, okay. That's just that's like the usual when you make your own soil blocks, right? Yeah. And I think uh, uh, I don't remember. They're soilless. Is that what that says? That's what it says. Soilless. Huh. Weird. Looks like a block just... of wood. It does kind of look like a block of wood, but um, hmm. what's it made out? I don't know. Like rock, rock wool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that means. Uh, very uh, effective hydroponic supplies. Uh, no. I don't know. Maybe I thought I'd try. Maybe I try some of the rock wool and try something a little bit of something else. Yeah, some people put it into um, coconut core. Yeah, I have I have seen that. So it's really like chopped up coconut and stuff, and then uh, yeah. C O I this right here. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's not how I would have spelled it. Yeah, I know I wouldn't either. Weird. Oh, I think Jer this is part of Jeremy's recipe for uh, making good. Uh, seed starting stuff yeah. as part of uh -huh. the coconut core. Right. You mix a little bit of that with regular soil. Okay. That's interesting. Hey, you've that got enough, weird. uh, you've got enough of the trimmed off apples. Those, some of those are scions. If they're year growth, then you could, uh, graft those onto another apple tree or on a rootstock. So we actually, all right, I'm, we, we can stop sharing. Uh, we actually have, that's not on our property. So we're next to an irrigation ditch and there's a, there's a trail, like a two track along the irrigation ditch. Mm -hmm. Um, and off that irrigation ditch, there's actually apples, uh, just growing there. Like somebody probably like ate something, you know, whatever, 20 years ago and just threw it. Like regular apples or crab apples? 
They are uh, they're regular apples, and we ate. I ate one once, and it was terrible. It tasted terrible, and so I could try to graft actually good apples onto this onto this apple tree. Could be if fun. I if I if I wanted to, it would probably I'd probably be more successful doing that than what what I'm about to do. But hey, it's just <laughs> an experiment, right? Yeah, I've not grown apples from cuttings before. That's that's that sounds like an experiment I need to try. Yeah, so I'm gonna try it, and if it doesn't work, whatever. Right now, I'm just sitting in water, and I haven't done anything uh, to the water, so hmm. I, I have I don't I haven't ordered anything, so they're probably gonna just gonna rot until I get <laughs> get around to it. Yeah, but anyways, the uh, so so what have you? You said you um, you're getting started with your with your grafting. Mm -hmm. What is what what else have you got planned? Do you have a, um, like a... yeah? So I got cuttings going already. Um, I have mulberry and elderberry that are coming out pretty well, so that's pretty good. And then I need to lasagna mulch some new garden beds. And then I need to, I've got a black a thorny blackberry patch. I planted two snow white blackberries that were thorny. And they took over the whole back pasture behind the barn. And uh, and then I tore them out and it made them mad. So now it's like now it's like five times bigger than it was before. So I need to flame it or do something and, and then cover it with plastic. Oh geez. And yeah, because it's it's about to the point where it's going to start throwing shoots into the pasture oh, where the gosh. horses are at. And then you're gonna have to go scorched them. earth. Yeah, my wife will get real mad if that happens. So, yeah, so I'm going to try and pull up as much as I can. That's where they got mad last time because I disrupted them. And then um, try and put some plastic down and see if that kills it. You're just going to get goats. <laughs> yeah. Goats and pigs. So goats and then the pigs to dig up the roots and then the goats again and then the pigs again. Just alternate. Except the goats don't ever stay in where they're supposed to and then you know it's just like it's just the like the problem homestead is the pottery. solution right it's just like homestead padre was bragging about he's the only person at the farmer's market who has um peppers like hot peppers yeah and then he got a goat and the goat destroyed all of them yes. in like one week so yeah just wiped it out yeah and then and then i he had a picture where he uh he took a PVC pipe and, and duct taped it onto the goat's head so it couldn't get through the fence, and that still didn't work. <laughs> I saw that. So I, think he, I think he either ate the goat or sold it to some halal folks or something. When I was there, I went and visited his place. I'm pretty sure he still had the goat. <laughs> okay. Or if it was a different goat. Yeah. I think it might have been a different goat. But, yeah, he's he's planning on completely redoing his garden, too. I was... Uh, mm -hmm. I thought he had mentioned in the chat that he was going to show up, uh, that he, or he was available or anything. So okay. I actually will be available this Monday. My life is consumed with getting ready for spring. I'm already planting some things. So yeah, that would have been good to hear. Padre, I'm calling hmm. you out. Um, so I, I'm going to share another thing here. Which one? this one okay so i did a little drawing and i went a little grant pain crazy here <laughs> uh, so can you see my mouse cursor too yeah okay so so right here down at the bottom this is my deck and okay. these little black squares those are the deck posts okay and so so i would have these are this these squares each square is two foot by two foot okay so yeah those are ibc totes no, these are just going to be raised beds that oh, uh, I, I'm going to be I, making out of not that grant pain. I'm not going to go <laughs> that. I don't need a uh, transmission oil in my food or whatever. <laughs> uh, these are just two foot by four foot raised beds that I'm going to take uh, roofing like metal roofing and cut it in half. So then it's it's like 17 inch. It would be like 17 inch tall beds and just frame it out of uh, wood make it make it real nice and everything um where's here i am okay so 
I'll have these five right up against, uh, like right next to the deck, and then I'm gonna have uh, hanging baskets off of the deck that go and hang over the garden, uh, the raised beds. And tomatoes are gonna be. I'm gonna do inverse tomatoes. I'm gonna grow them upside down, so they're inverse easier to tomatoes. harvest. Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me see. Uh, tomato upside down. I don't know. I don't. My wife. I thought they would have to grow out of the top and hang down, but she's like, no, they. Um, that would ruin the. That would ruin the um, stock or whatever. It would get too heavy and break, and so it actually grows out of the bottom. Tomatoes. Yep. Huh. How do you keep the tomatoes from falling off? The tomatoes stay on until you pick them. Okay. I mean, it's just like the only thing that's different is that it is that it just hangs. That's that's the only thing that's different. Huh. So I'm I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna. That's interesting. I've yeah. never heard of that. I'm going to try it. So, yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, I'm I'm terrible. I am terrible at pruning my tomatoes uh cuz every year I plant them way too dense. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like it's a big it's a jungle in there, man. Like you need like yep. a machete to get a tomato. Mm-hmm. Or like you you go to like see a what's you know oh there's nothing nothing here and then you like you pick up like this 20 pound lump of tomatoes like the the greens and there's all these you know tomatoes growing under there like oh the inside yeah 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 i did a uh um circle with uh cattle panels and then um planted tomatoes around the outside and then at one point i put chicken manure in the middle while they were growing and that worked really well until they got up towards the top of the panel. And then they did just what you're talking about. I had to like stick my arm in there up to my shoulder to be able to get the tomatoes. So, and a, and a lot of them rotted. <laughs> so let me go back to this, this picture here. Not, not this tab, this one. Okay. So I only have enough metal right now to do these five closest to the deck, which is fine. Um, but I'm going to need to secure this area. Um, and if I get, if I get more raised bed material, I'll make more, but for this, for this first year, here's a gate that goes all the way through and there's our, our uh, sliding glass door is right. Roughly here. Right. So we're going to, you know, main walkway and then main walkway uh, to get across. Um, so I need to secure this area and my wife doesn't like the look of tea posts. And so I'm going to need to dress it up and make it. She said, if I can make it look like our existing fence in the front yard, that would be best. Hmm. And so also um, having these garden beds at the edge, of the fence, I'm increasing the edge, uh, the amount of edge. And so here I'm growing, I'll try to grow something. I don't know what right along the fence line, but, Right here, just off of two feet from the, you know, let's say it's like a five or, I don't know, let's say a four or five foot fence. I needed to plant something over here and put a little fence over here for deer. And I'm going to try to do a 3D deer fence. Hmm. So the, the outside is just a little bit shorter than the inside fence. And I think these are very good pictures. Because they don't like to jump very far. They can jump high. They just don't like to jump far. And so, right, right. And if they don't know how far it is, then you'll freak them out, right? Yeah. So So that's what I'm trying to achieve here. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to figure it out. But hey, you're you're like you're like growing, uh, or you drawing much more legible than my drawings. (laughs) (laughs) That's where graph paper comes in handy. Oh yeah. I don't even have uh, I don't have a plan on what I'm even growing in my garden beds. My wife and I were looking last night on where to uh, buy buy to get where are we going to get seeds from, mm-hmm. and we didn't get a Baker Creek seed catalog, so Uh-oh. I'm just a, 
I'm just you didn't upset get a Baker Creek what? No, nope, didn't get one. Oh, you and, just uh, oh, you got to see this. Check this out. This is my uh, how do I share screen? Okay, share click screen. Present. Yep. Don't show these tips again. Okay, let me see if I oh. choose what you want to show. Huh? Is that it? Nope. Nope. Yep, there it is. Okay, so there's mine. <laughs> What in you the hell that? is that? It's a bunch of circles. Oh, okay. There is. Yeah, that. that's my. That's my. Uh, we went and did a um, consult. You know, basically, somebody said, "Hey, you know, can you come over and uh, and look at my pasture and see what you think?" And then so I went over there and then I said, "Yeah, you're that's probably too steep season. for. You're probably too steep for um, swales, but this would make a good guild, right? So chestnut, chestnut." And then fruiting shrub and a bunch of hazels bunched together and then elderberry on the outside. So Padre showed up. <laughs> okay, how I'm do I stop sorry, uh, my dad called me and had a little situation I had to help him with. Everything all right? <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, family nice. family drama. Family Oh, drama. I love I love family drama. Yeah, it's about me and my brother. He ain't talked to me in three years. Uh -oh. oh, did he call you up and say I'm sorry? No, no. <laughs> That's what my dad's mad about. That he hasn't, or that you haven't said you're sorry. Oh, I've I've said I'm sorry. I've I've apologized publicly on Twitter. It is my fault. Why he's mad? Uh, <laughs> I I apologize for my political opinion. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, I did. You know, I shouldn't have called. I shouldn't have said what I said about him personally. Um, but I apologize publicly on Twitter and Facebook. But that's been it's been almost three years ago. It'll be three years ago this summer. I've apologized to his face twice since then. But uh, no, he he messaged me and asked me a question about our mom who who died back in two thousand two. And my dad's like, does he ever message you about anything else? I said, no. He messaged me about a year ago, questioning about our mom. That's the last I heard huh. from him. So my dad's like, he just so you're his brother when he needs something. I was like, well, feels that way sometimes. Yeah. Is it like the anniversary of your mom's birthday or something? Or, or, I, it was, or what? It was this month. He was asking me today about my mother's, uh, if she ever went to college or anything. Hmm. He, he didn't. Him and my sister didn't know much about her. Mm, I see. Gotcha. They were. My dad came to Mississippi when I was twelve. My brother and sister. My brother's five years younger than me. My sister is six years younger. And I stayed with my mom. So. Gotcha. Well, since you're here, let's see if this makes you mad. Okay. Baker Creek. Uh, Baker Creek seeds are <laughs> overrated. Agree um, or disagree? What do you mean? <laughs> they're good seeds. I don't have any problems with them. I use them every uh, year. I just I think they're expensive, and uh, I do. Lot, I do agree. I, I do agree. They're overpriced. We don't need eighty varieties of bok choy or whatever. <laughs> well, the beauty in them is. They got seeds that that you're hard to find in a lot of other places. I mean, that's their shtick, right? I mean, right. it's like we're uh, we find the weirdest of the weird, and you can plant the weirdest of the weird if you right. pay us uh, six dollars for five seeds. Yeah, they had yeah. a big controversy a couple of years ago because they had uh, they had some some seeds that were watermelon that were found in a cave that were supposedly like some ancient native American watermelon seeds. And the person who found it was that, um, Bundy guy that, you know, that was listed in the land dispute, not Ted, yeah. you know? <laughs> and, uh, and so, and so it was pretty prominent in the catalog and it made all, you know, it set off the usual suspects of, uh, you know, <laughs> and stuff complaining. Good. That's good. Yeah, they have uh, well, they have stuff like I ordered this year. Ordered some blue butterfly pea from them. Oh. Um, 
that's been kind of hard for me to find in other places in a quality seed. I've ordered from other places and not had the best germination rates from them. Baker's Creek's always setting the good seeds. So there's um, like Seminole squash. They're native to South Florida. They grow really well in my area. Mm-hmm. I have not found them anywhere else but Baker's Creek. Yeah, weird. So they they do have some stuff that. Uh, have you tried now, so so true? Because usually they're like they're like, I think they're Southern Georgia or Florida. I haven't. Yeah. Um, I went with the Seminole squat because it, it's a pumpkin. It looks like a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little little oblong, tastes like a pumpkin, and uh, they thrive in the hot, humid weather. Uh, being native to South Florida. So I'm, I've been working on trying to get some uh, more and more native type vegetables. A lot of what the Native Americans grew in the southeast going over the last couple of years. Yeah, but, that's uh, what the, those uh, fish peppers I sent you are from. You know, they're they're basically Cajun peppers. Yeah. Yep. I got them. Uh, I got them on a heating pad right now. Yep. Those are my favorite. So we. Uh, I just planted them today, actually. I was going to ask you. You said you already planted some stuff. I planted uh, I planted like early cabbage and some sweet peas and things like that. Um, I got potatoes at the end of the month, so we'll be going in. And um, we're almost at the end of the month now, so I guess next weekend I'll be putting potatoes in the ground. Very nice. Then uh, I'll see. Uh, are you are you still? revamping your garden do you have like a you, you got plans for that still i do um my my tiller broke down so that's been that's on hold at the moment which if i got to i got a guy i can hire and come in and turn the ground for me and i try not to turn the ground that much yeah but, but what i'm doing I, I just i have to to just clear everything that's over there out and start start fresh yeah, you got a lot of work. You got a lot of work to do. Yeah. He basically so, lives in a sandbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's I insane. Do. Like, like, oh, there's a little bit of grass here. I like shuffle my feet and it's just like, nope, that's just sand. That's fake. <laughs> there's just sand there. Yeah. You're you're living on a reef, aren't you? A <laughs> <laughs> reef. Have you tried planting fish? <laughs> I'm planting fish peppers, so nice. But no, uh, I think during the ice age, this area was underwater. Mm-hmm. So, so it's Kansas, uh, actually, but you know, yeah, yeah, it was big inland sea up through there. Yep. But uh, it's, uh, I don't, I don't have rocks. I tell people I, there's no rocks here, and people find that amazing. But you, you've seen it, Matt. There, there's no rocks here, nope. um, unless they've hauled them in from somewhere and put them on the side of the road for erosion control. Oh, did you guys see? No, not even close to what we're talking about. Did you guys see that uh, Washington? I think it was Washington State bought like seven million dollars worth of rocks to put in like the expressway, like to keep homeless from camping. Let me, oh, I'm gonna find a picture. Yeah, I saw that. That was crazy. Yeah, you saw that. It's underneath the overpasses and stuff. And it's just and in like in tree lines too. Yeah. Just let the homeless sleep. You can sleep next to rocks, apparently. I spent two years of my life homeless, so I'm a little more sympathetic towards them, but it bothers me, especially in areas of the country like Seattle, that's supposed to be uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They pride themselves in, in helping the downtrodden and Giving government help and handouts and okay, I I went a little crazy on the number. It was seven hundred thousand dollars. Oh man, this business insider doesn't even have a picture. Ooh. Anyways, whatever. Rocks versus no rocks. Oh, okay, here it is. I need a faster way to do this. Is it this one? Yes. This one. Yep. Yep, right here. So they like uh, strategically planned all these, like where to put all these rocks to keep the homeless from camping there. You know what I see? 
I see a way to curl up in between some boulders and hang your tarp <laughs> across the top of them. <laughs> I was about to say, you just you just do the um... look. Build you a fire from the big boulders on the backside, and then you got a uh, a fire reflection, mm -hmm. a heat there reflection. Let's move them around a little bit. I've I've camped in the mountains that look like that before. That's doable. You just do the fetal position around one of the rocks, right? Yep, that's right. And for everyone else, free rocks. Just take them. Yeah. You watch. They'll move in there and start moving the rocks around. They'll build little. Oh yeah. Little, little rock areas before. They're gonna build a house out of stone. Yeah. There'll be, there'll be walls out of stone before too long. Yeah. Look, the, the homeless can be quite creative. Absolutely. I've got more rock projects coming this year, so that's something to look forward to. Just got to keep finding new ways to put it, put them. Yeah, yours is quite a bit of rock. Yeah, I'm surprised that I get I have more rocks here than Little Pine Farmer does in Colorado. He said like 8,800 feet, and um, I, he just couldn't believe how many rocks I have here. I'm like. You're in the Rocky Mountains too. I don't know. Do you? Are you lying? You even live there? I don't know. Hey, doesn't he? Doesn't he live on a giant rock? Pretty much. Pretty much. I think he lives in a. I think he lives in a valley, doesn't he? I think he found a pretty sweet spot, like a pretty nice microclimate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he's a. Uh, I've talked to him a few times. He's a pretty cool guy. Mm -hmm. I was supposed to go visit him, but. Uh, there was bad weather, and he's like, "You do not want to drive this road in this weather." I'm like, oh man, shoot! Oh, it's always next time. I'll go back someday. Yeah, he's not very far out of Colorado Springs. Yep, probably about two about two hours out of Colorado Springs. I don't even think it's that far, but it's a wonky road to get there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the road that goes over there by the Colorado Trail. So yeah. did uh, I already missed your guys' spring plans? Uh, I, we only have uh, I have at least me I have half plans. So I'll just I'll, I'll just share this this uh, again really quick. This here, I'm doing these five raised beds and doing upside down tomatoes over the five raised beds. Good luck with that. <laughs> have you tried I've it? I've never had luck with up. So I've seen people do great with them. I've just never been able to master that art. So oh, you gotta, if, you, if you're you bad at it, then I'm probably going to be good at it. And uh, everything, like, you can just have the rest of the successful gardening. So you got a PVC hole in the bottom. Is that what that is with that drill? I still don't know. Well, it's right there, the drill up, up above. This one. <laughs> step by step. Oh, permaculturenews.org. They would definitely be able to tell us how to do an upside down tomato. Hmm. Blah blah blah. Drill a hole. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Hang it. Uh, what's this? Make sure that the soil is not coming down out of the bottom before yeah, you hang it. Know. Oh, all of a sudden, voila! It's like this is just like the uh, draw the rest of the owl meme. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Worth a shot. Yep. Can always just if I if I completely ruin it, I'll just go buy tomatoes at the farmers market like everybody else. Hmm. So that that was basically my plan. Uh, I have I'm not going to do all 47 race bets until uh, till later. It's about time not, to do a seed swap. Yeah, yeah. There's actually one. Um, there's a there's a seed company in not not boycotting Baker Seeds. Baker Creek Seeds just not going to buy from them because there's better options. But there's a company near here that they're doing a. I think they're hosting the seed swap about <laughs> like three hours from me. Really? Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to that. I'm going to wait for a more local one. But I just get. Get together with your uh, with your friends and do it. What friends? Yeah. Well, look, I just seen a. Uh, I found a oh, website man. yesterday. I just missed the seed swap two days ago. Way to go, Scott! 
Uh, well, we'll have to do one with our uh, community group. Yeah, it's funny because you get you start bringing out stuff and like that Seminole squash, and somebody will go, what? oh, oh, you know, and guys get all excited. It's hilarious. I found a website yesterday. I don't know if y'all heard of it or your listeners. Uh, Seed nerds. Seed nerds, really? Seednerds.com. They're out of California. <laughs> but um, it's your standard seeds, cucumbers, tomatoes that everybody grows. They're $1.99 a pack. Hmm. Write this Seed. down. Seed nerds. Oh, there's another. Uh, there's somebody on Twitter that we all know. The seed Sin, guy. Sin, uh, he does perma. Oh, crap. What, what's his name? Perma. Perma people. Perma people? Yeah, give me give me a second. I'll pull it up here. Hmm. Okay. Uh, present, share screen. I just remembered that. Share. All right. So discover plants, swap seeds, plan gardens, share knowledge. I've had Sim on my show before. Hmm. And you what's can. The, what's, the, what's the site? Permapeople.org. So it's like him and like a buddy of his in Germany that made this site, I think. So there's a there's a plant database, and then there's the seed marketplace, and so people can post their seeds that they have, cool. and you can buy or swap. So it looks like there's a lot of this in German, or I don't know what leafy goosefoot. I don't know what that is. Let's click on it. So oh for, yeah, I've seen that before. For, for 0.5 euros you can get this seed hmm. i only ship seeds inside of the eu so not me or get somebody in the eu to send it to uh, send it to you or something i guess i don't know well shipping in the eu is so so stupidly expensive like even small packages whoops um oh look hey look at that they got a whole map. Oh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna corner the market for Montana here and selling selling seeds. <laughs> there you Nobody. go. Nobody. What about Scott? See if anybody. Kansas. Nope. Uh, got got Missouri in Oklahoma. You got a somebody in Missouri is doing pole green beans and <laughs> sweet corn. So wow, that makes sense. Anyways, uh, that's that's another that's another site people can check out. Yeah, I'm interviewing uh, Joseph Lofthouse this coming week for the podcast. He's the land uh, land race gardener guy that. Same okay. seeds and then adapts it to his land. I've heard you say his name before. I was like, I thought you've had him on before, but I think you just, no, I just mentioned him a him. lot. I talk about him, you know, about this time of year quite a bit. Yeah. So. I don't know what his garden plans is. But uh, post that. Uh, what did you say? Perma people. Perma people.org. Put that in uh, Telegram. Sure. I think I'll just tweet it. Does that work? Yeah. All right. Baker, Baker Creek, Creek tweet was uh, got a lot of uh, engagement there. You're farming, you're farming engagement. You're farming attention <laughs> I mean, for the people lords. Did you see that? <laughs> Cyprian said that's our new, that's our new uh, jobs is farming attention for the feudal lords. I've been uh, him saying that. Nah, he was on. Uh, was he on? He's on Buck, Buck Johnson's podcast. I did listen to that one. I must have missed that line. Yeah, I had to stop and write it down. <laughs> now, I mean, I've, I've honestly ordered from Baker's Creek every year for the past four or five years. No, Baker Creek catalog at my house is a coffee table book. No, I've I have like, one. I got the twelve dollar like book with all the. Me too. Well, I got the, you know, the one, all oh, the recipes right. and, and articles and all that. It's like a 570 page catalog. Yep. Yep. It's worth they're the, all over the house. I've enjoyed the reads in it. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it a lot. It, 
yeah. And their coffee table books are just, I mean, I got five-year-old ones sitting in my living room that I still pick up and look at. I do oh, like yeah. the pictures. They're very, very nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my son was on uh, their Facebook page. Really? Doing what? We were, we were measuring uh, the giant amaranth that I got from them a couple years ago. Hmm. And I posted it on Twitter. And Baker's Creek reached out to me and asked me if they could use the picture. Yeah, that's cool. So you got, uh, you said you were starting like 2,000 amaranth? I have 2,400 seeds. My goodness. Um, so the whole, we've, we've cut, our herd size is greatly reduced, uh, not by my own choosing. But um, the back half of the property there, we're going to just, it's going to be an amaranth filled. Because, you know, the greens are good. They taste good, uh, made like collards. And then uh, the seeds, I use that for cooking here at the house. So are you using uh, those um, pots like uh, Grant was talking about to start? Um, I got to, I still got to send him the uh, shipping label. Hmm. We had, uh, we discovered a fence, another fence cut uh, a week and a half ago. On the back side of the property. Animals. <laughs> so I'm investing. I was investing like $300 in some security. Wireless cameras, motion activated spotlights. But now i got to fix my truck. Why would anybody do that? I mean, what are they, what are they trying to do? Uh, it's still the animals. Oh, I see. My neighbor. He Wait, his really? I thought, I thought he was just being a dickhead. No. They're freaking old west wrangling animals around here. Uh, guy down the road your, raises gonna steal your goats. Guy down the road raises cattle. Hit some calves go missing last year. Man, I don't. Uh, that kind of seems like a lot of work to take a calf and then, I guess you raise it. I don't know what they do food? with it or turn it into veal. I guess. <laughs> it, it's been the last it's aliens two, it's aliens two, find it inside out <laughs> it's been the last two and a half years there's been problems around here before that the, the eight years before that it's never an issue like this <laughs> the sheriff's department can't do nothing they'll tell you they can't do nothing yeah sheriffs don't do nothing about anything so I'm ordering seven motion activated spotlights to go across the back of the property Matt, you see how wide my, it's long, but it's not very wide. Yeah. And yeah, you then, should be able uh, to see across, you know, corner to corner, right. like point them at each other. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to have seven down there. I'm going to have two coming up towards behind that building that's behind my house. Oh, yeah. Yep. Then, then I'm going to stick three wireless cameras around my house and then one wireless camera on one of these oak trees pointing down to the pasture. What brand did you uh, settle on? I don't remember. It's in my Amazon shopping cart. <laughs> That's usually how it goes, right? Like I'm going to put this in my cart and wait until I have enough money to click buy. Yeah. I'm waiting on tax returns. I got to get those submitted. Yeah. Then my truck, it, it, it's hemorrhaging oil. I'm going through a quart a day. Jeez. It's the rear seal. The rear seal's gone out. Like when Dang. I stop, if I stop the truck and leave it running, you can just watch oil steady drip out of the bottom of the truck. Wow. So I got some, uh, I got three quotes Quite today. <laughs> I got three quotes today. 756 was the cheapest cause I get it. They got to pull the transmission and everything to get to it. So wow. The parts a hundred dollars and he's like six and a half hours labor. Oof. But uh, it, it is, but it is what it is. This is my farm truck. It's 20 years old and I hope to have it another 20 years. So I got to do what I got to do. I love this truck. Yeah. You got to take care of your stuff. I, I tell my, uh, to my son that all the time because he does not. And sometimes I don't either, but for the big things I do like my truck. Yeah, you, get, you see, you see my old beat up truck. It didn't but. look that bad. Like it, it's just like it's seen. It's just you know, it's aged, 
right? It is. It is aged. That's <laughs> well. That's, I mean, that's it. I hit a light pole in the Walmart parking lot with the front side of it a couple of years ago. That's funny because I did that to my truck backing up. It was like I didn't see anything, it, and like the rear sensor was like going off. I'm like, there's nothing back there, and I just kept going, and it. Uh, I ran right into like one of those concrete. Uh, yeah, that holds like a light pole right in the middle. Yeah, that's like it was that's the dumbest what I thing I, ever. Well, I was driving up the lane, you know, the parking spot lane, and uh, out of nowhere, this car comes barreling across all the parking spots, and it was either hit them or hit the light pole. I chose the light pole. Oh, man, if you hit them, they could could have bought you a new truck. Except they don't have Maybe. Maybe that's the thing. That's <laughs> yeah, not uncommon down here. That's then not my, uncommon anywhere. <laughs> then it's my intern to buy me a new truck, and guess who pays for that? Me. <laughs> but yeah. we uh an motorist yep I, I swiped it hard it was a side swipe i didn't like hit it dead on but uh yeah. we pulled over at the home depot up the road and my, my door wouldn't open i dented the frame right there at the door so me and my son were actually on the way to do a bee removal from a house so he jumps out with the uh the the half tool which is basically like a little nail puller pry bar and he goes to work prying on my truck door so I can get my truck door open. And that was two years ago. And to this day, sometimes when I open my door, it pops and drops a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Pops yeah, that car, ne- drops. that car never stopped there. So it was, what can you do? Oh, geez. Why, this is why I stay out of my farm. I don't, why I don't go to town. <laughs> There's people there. All right, I think we need we need a little inspiration and uh, to get back on track. So we're going to. Uh, here's what we're going to do. You want some good news? Yeah, let's hear some good news. Adopting two kids. You're yeah. adopting two kids. Yes. It is uh, just, just just for the labor aspect, or how no, come up? They're, they're they're one and two years old. It ain't for the labor aspect. Oh man, my labor! Uh, congratulations, no, though. That's pretty cool. It is, it is our great niece and great nephew. They're uh, wow, what's that? I don't know. Gar- Do I? I saw gardening gardeners world hashtag gardeners world was trending on Twitter, so I clicked on it and I was so like, is that oh. cardboard? Yeah, yeah that's like cardboard. Like card- cardboard. Uh, which, by the way, I'm gonna lay down cardboard on the inside of my uh, raised beds when I go to do this too. I actually found a, there's an after picture. I scrolled, I cheated and scrolled down a little bit already. Come on. Oh, shoot. I didn't, I didn't mean to click it. There we go. Right. Nope. They're like coppicing these trees or pollarding these trees, I yeah, guess. Pollarding, yeah. pollarding these trees. There's a nice little bee. Flowers here. This looks like the same. This is the same person. The potting shed. They got a man. That is a nice greenhouse. I tell you what. Wow. Yes, what, it is. Look at that's that. a. Looks, it's like all Victorian that, and stuff. That that is a that is a ten thousand dollar greenhouse. I looked that's at what one I was identical. I looked at one identical on Home Depot's website just a couple days ago. A nice Victorian. The spikes on top and everything. Yep. Yeah. Like ten thousand five hundred. I saw that. uh Costco sells cold frames and they uh it was like 280 bucks for some cold frames. I thought that was funny though. Costco I showed a nice picture some flowers. I bought a patio door for like twenty dollars and use that. <laughs> That's I showed my I showed my wife that greenhouse and she just told me to keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. Yeah, if a ton of gold bricks lands in your front yard or something. Yep. I'm gonna win the lottery. Half of it'll go to government. Yeah, and the other half will go to greenhouses. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a lot of pictures of flowers. I have to so hire like grand- flower yeah. season or something. Oh man, that would that would be comical. You hiring Grant? Yeah, we need to take, <laughs> take bets on how long Grant until he gets fired over at the nursery. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like the most agreeable person ever. How in the world is he in trouble? And he's the same way oh, a person. He's just, he's just the nicest guy you ever meet. Yeah, I know. 
He's always in trouble. <laughs> he's always in trouble. Well, I think it's because like he's just uh, the the new corporate America, right? Just yeah. doesn't doesn't sit well with him. It's like, what yeah, do you mean that blah blah blah. Oh wow, that looks nice. Little bird bath there. They probably got tired of the hundredth time of him telling them how they could do it better. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the sad part is, is they should probably listen to it. Yeah, or else, you know, the hundred fiftieth time of, hey, can I take this home? Right. <laughs> yeah, really. Too many pictures of flowers. I need more yeah, yeah. production. Come on. We need we need reality here. No, oh, they're starting something. What are they starting? Oh, they're just talking about uh making a little greenhouse out of these plastic containers. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, there you go. Uh those clamshells that you can get salads in. Bam. Mm-hmm. Little greenhouse. Yeah, that's pretty good. There's oh, exciting good. news well, for me. Nice, I have uh, dandelions growing. Wow. Dandelions growing already. I've we spread got, thousands got, of seeds over the years. Yeah, we got we got ticks already. It's crazy. What? That's disgusting. We got dandelions, the things. azalea, the azalea bushes are beginning to bloom. I saw that today. Uh spring is spring is here for me, guys. Wow. You guys We've had a uh, freeze. Uh, I think we just got our freeze here over the weekend. I think we just got our last freeze. Hmm. February 29th is my average last frost date. Wow. And uh, this lady's arms. Looking at the extended forecast, it's it's they got it in the 70s all the way into March. So when's the the first frost? Do what? First frost. Uh November. November. You got like a nine-month growing season. That's great. November 12th, November 17th, something like that. Mm -hmm. So do you uh, like have like, uh, um, like, do you have like Texas where there's, there's two seasons, but there's, there's a no-go season in the middle? Um, it's really hard to grow in August. Mm -hmm. Just the sinus are brutal. Yeah. Um, my, my, I do, I have shade cloth. You you have to, my grow bed, my raised beds are all, um, up under my oak trees Mm. and I let the oak trees shade them out over the summer. And then they do really well. Like even the, the full sun plants that's supposed to get eight plus hours or something. No, Mm -hmm. not down here. Eight plus hours will kill them. Yeah. Um, so I grow, I, I start in October, like I planted cabbage and rutabaga and carrots and everything in October and I grow them over the winter. My uh, my Brussels sprouts are coming in really great right now. I'm going to take a picture tomorrow. I got to stake them and trim them, get all the uh, bottom leaves off, and just let the sprouts go crazy. Cool. So I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'll have pictures on Twitter. But uh, we we average seven nights of freezing temperature a year here, hmm. and they're one or two. And then a couple weeks, and then one or two. So it never really gets. But last year got bad. Uh, Christmas of 2022, it, it was frozen for like four days straight, even in the daytime. Like it destroyed everything that I was growing. But yeah, and typically, you, you couldn't grow apples because there's not enough cold. Right. Season. Yeah, there's only there's only two or three species that actually does well down here. Um, I was just told the other day about one called Princess Anna or something like that. It's supposed to do really well in my area. Hmm. But I have Granny Smith apple trees, and I have like three of them. Hmm. And they've never produced anything. And me, I'm a plant guy, but I'm not a tree guy. Hmm. I just learned this past fall that you need more than one species of apple Hmm. to be productive. So... Really? This coming um, this coming fall, I'm going to buy. I'm going to see if I can get my hand on some of those Princess Anna trees uh-huh. and get those in the ground and see if I can start producing. Wow. Those apples, I guess, are weird, and they need another species to cross pollinate with. Because the seeds, like the seeds from a Granny Smith apple, will not grow a Granny Smith tree. It'll grow a completely different type of apple. 
Why do apples do that? I don't know. And I've just, I'm just learning about it and I'm feeling dumb because I've had apple trees for like five years now, wondering why they're not growing anything. Huh? Let's ask chat GPT. Oh, it's down. Um, what I was telling Scott earlier was, so I have all these all these apple cuttings that I got this weekend, and there's uh, there's some crappy apples off the ditch by my house. Now it would be better to graft the Honeycrisp apples onto the crappy apple tree since it's already established. Yes. But I... I just this this is just like a little experiment that I'm trying. I'm wondering if if the cross pollination is what you're talking about. If the tree over there, let's say the these this my experiment works, and these do take root, and you know, ten years later, now we have trees. If those trees are close enough to like cross pollinate, or if they need to be like in the vicinity, or um, closer. Well, they're pollinated by insects. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a bee. And then there's a neighbor honey, that has bees. So, yeah, honeybee travels up to a mile radius from its hive to collect pollen. So, nice. Um, I, I guess if, if especially if you have a couple beehives uh, near the orchard, they're going to get pollinated. Well, what do you guys got planned for this weekend to get your gardens uh, more ready? Um, this weekend, I'm actually working on the chicken run. But uh, hopefully I get the ground turned. Like yeah. we were talking about. So I got to get yeah, the... Tiller. I'm planting uh, some more peas tomorrow. And then that'll be it for my early spring crop. And then I got to get the uh, I got to get the beds that I have harvested. I got to harvest all the rutabagas, all the carrots. That's what I'm doing this weekend. Everything I got left growing is going to come out. And then I'm going to pull the dirt, put new dirt in, and then uh, get all the raised beds ready. I was trying to see if you posted a picture of any of that. I never see your stuff anymore. So I hear that a lot. Old paths of angered the algorithm gods. Old paths homestead. Yeah, this looks. I haven't seen any of this recently. Old paths homestead. That's what he yep. calls himself now. Yep, change the name. Really? Huh. I was in, I was inspired by Jeremiah six sixteen when I was doing a reading. Path, path, old, P A T H, right? Yes. yes. S. Yes. Pad. No. Okay. No dashes or nothing. Nope. If you on uh, Twitter, if you just still do uh, Smith, well, yeah, it's, it's a, still it's still the same handle because I'm slowly oh, okay. transitioning, not, getting people not, used no, to it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Micro farming. Uh, what about you, Scott? This well, the next couple weekends I'll be doing seed swap. And then, um, what else do I need to do? Yeah. So <laughs> I need to pull those, uh, need to pull those, uh, thorny blackberries out and cover them with, with plastic. I've got to go get some more mushroom compost and add. That was pretty cool. I got a whole, uh, thanks for pointing that out to me. Cause I went over to the mushroom place and ended up getting a whole car load for free. Nice. Yeah. Yes. And then, I'm getting uh, the truckload next week. In there, and then I need to put some wood chips over the top of all that. Um, yeah, other than that, that's what that's what I'm looking at. And then we'll start grafting, grafting apples. Let's wait till you start getting free mushrooms out of them. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Free mushrooms. My I wife just gave. Like, We're not talking I just about gave. those kind of mushrooms, are we? And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I just uh, gave away two pounds of golden oysters uh, the other day. Because really? the last the last load of mushroom blocks I got from the farm up the road, I got so many mushrooms. I got I got blue oysters, golden oysters, everywhere. 
Wow. Pass. I've, nice. I've, de- I've dehydrated and powdered so many mushrooms. I've just started giving them to anybody that'll take them. And yeah, I'm going to get another. The, what do you do with the powdered mushrooms and the dehydrated mushrooms? You just mix them in with your soups and stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. The kids won't eat them otherwise. So. Right, right, right. Just, just, just to give that nutrition load into the, into the food. Yeah, but, I saw something. One of the things they sell over there at that um, mushroom place is uh, lion's mane tincture. Yes. For uh, neuro, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, supposed to give you clarity. You know, cat um, in my Telegram group. Um, they're in the Telegram group. Yeah. Um, she gives her son, who um. I'm going to say it anyway. She gets mad. Her son's autistic. She, but she started giving him tincture, lion's mane tincture. And that kid has, he has really come around. He is a lot more vocal. He's using his words better. Like it has done wonders for him. It's, I knew it was good stuff. And I've been amazed. Uh, yeah. Watching her son come around. I so, interviewed a guy who got shot and he turned to mushrooms to help his uh like he got shot in the face with the shotgun and he turned to mushrooms to um help his cognitive abilities come back because there's a lot of stuff that you know obviously went wrong i mean he every once in a while he shows like his x-rays for like people that just like started following him or whatever and so like it's just looks like just birdshot, just all in his face is terrible, absolutely terrible. But, um, yeah, it's uh, for for anybody curious. That's Dead Eye Two Tongues. That's that's his handle on Twitter, uh, TikTok, and Instagram, and I think he's on YouTube too. Well, so he's missing an eye from getting shot, and he he's a uh, used to be a tattoo artist, or I guess kind of still is. So he's did like body modifications too, so like his tongue split in half. So Dead Eye Two Tongues. We, um, okay. I was having blood pressure issues for a while and I tried like beetroot juice and things like that it's supposed to help with your yep. blood pressure Yep, kind of helped but I was about to have to go on medicine I started doing a turkey tail tincture mushroom mm. tincture my blood pressure has been good uh, Nice. about three weeks into it my blood pressure started coming back down to normal and, and I've been look it's, it's a medicine dropper full and my coffee every morning yeah, another berry helps helps me with that. So there's definitely uh, some benefit in mushrooms that a lot of people don't think about. Turkey tail? Turkey tail. Hmm. And you only do one dropper? Yep, I do one dropper full of my coffee every morning. Cool. Padre, I got a, I got a question after we wrap up. Yep. Uh, it's okay. a, it's about it's about grafting uh, or uh, starting starting apple tree stuff. All right, but here we go. Uh, Scott, you're first. Okay, so check out Thrive in the Future podcast, thriveinthefuture.com. It's also on on your fave podcast app. Mm-hmm. And then I also have elderberry cuttings and and uh, comfrey on grownuttrees.com. So it's just the right time to get elderberry cuttings. Go and get some. I'll send them to you. And the cool thing is I just stick them in the ground and they take off right there. Just poke them in the ground. That sounds like cheating, Scott. <laughs> yeah, they're super awesome. So, Scott, message, message me that website. I'm going to get some from you. Uh, it, yeah, okay. It's grownuttrees.com. I won't that's, remember that. That's <laughs> right, right here. <laughs> grownuttrees.com yeah. here you go why yeah, buy from grownuttrees.com because it has the scott miller stamp of approval very nice all right nope they're Thank right you. there seeds and trees have a memory <laughs> need to make a am and comfrey awesome cool oh no where's my there it is uh mr Loaf King himself. Loaf King. I never Padre Holmes. <laughs> At Padre Homestead on Twitter. Um, 
I don't really have that. That website is not good anymore. Just so you know, uh, the oh, website man. website got shut down. I couldn't afford it. They they doubled my hosting yeah. cost. That's gonna be a problem going on. Uh, six hundred dollars for a year. And, good night. And uh, I don't do hey. enough. On, I don't do enough online business to to warrant paying that. So we we shut it down. Dang. All right. We'll have to talk about that later. I'll I only pay like a hundred bucks for two websites. Does it got an e-commerce on it? Uh yeah, I do actually. Okay, because the e-commerce is what's costing so much. Weird. Yeah, we'll 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 talk about that later. Uh well, all right, I took that out. What anything else? Nope, dropping a uh, new newsletter today. Um, I'm going to be put, pumping those out regularly again, especially going into the spring. Awesome. That is, it is padre.substack.com if anybody wants to sign up. Mm-hmm. Nice. Let's, what's your P.O. box so Scott can send you some uh, stuff for free? Oh, I already have his address. <laughs> yeah, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> what if someone else wants to post, uh, give you something for free? All right, uh, and I'm Matthew Rozier from HubLife.com. We're traveling hosted family, and I am supposed to go to a mushroom farm this weekend and get some footage, interview, help out a little bit. Um, I we uh, we do interviews this men's forum, famous farmers, and the farm tours. So check us out. Awesome. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. See you. Take care. Okay.